Amen. How's everybody doing this morning? Good, good, good. Got thinking about that song. There's no mountain he won't climb up, no shadow he won't light up. You know, that's the love of Christ. That's the love of God. Everything that you think about in that song where it talks about there's an old lie he won't tear down. I was just kind of thinking about, you know, Jesus was accused of a lot of things and being a lot of things. He tore all that down when he died on Calvary. You know, all that was done away with when he come resurrected out of that grave. And I just uh, praise him for that. Uh, a little sidetrack, but I just had to get that off my heart. We're going to be talking about ready, set, go this morning. And this is just something God laid on my heart and try to get you encouraged, try to get you motivated about evangelism, outreach. So let me tell you something. I think a lot of times in our churches, when people hear, hey, we're having outreach, they get nervous, they get scared, they have this, I'm not sure if I can do that mentality, but God gave me a simple message, especially for those that are nervous about outreach, not sure how to witness to people, not sure uh, what they can do, what, what they can say, a simple message, and it's this simple what God wants you to do. If you're not comfortable talking, not too comfortable sharing Christ, God's got a solution for you. And I want to encourage you to get involved when we uh, have outreach. I'm going to be, we're going to be talking a lot, I think, about, about some things because God's burdened my heart about some things. He's given me a vision for some things. And I mean, from discover church kids, all the way up to young at heart. So, and everybody in between, you know, we got something that everybody can get plugged in and get involved in. Uh, Matthew chapter 10, uh, start reading here in verse five. If you got your app or your Bible, go ahead and get there. And verse five, Jesus said, these 12 sent Jesus forth and commanded them saying, go not into the way of the Gentiles and into any city of the Samaritans, enter ye not, but go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. And as you go, preach, saying the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, cleanse the leper, raise the dead, cast out devils. Freely you have received, freely give. He said, provide neither gold nor silver nor brass in your purses, nor script for your journey, neither two coats, neither shoes, nor yet staves, for a workman is worthy of his meat. And into whatever city or town you shall enter, inquire who is worthy, and there abide till you go thence. And when you, came, and when you come into a city or into a house, salute it. And if the house be worthy, let your peace come upon it. But if it be not worthy, let your peace return unto you. And whosoever shall not receive you nor hear your words when you depart out of the house or city, shake off the dust of your feet. Verily I say unto you, it shall be more tolerable for the land of Sodom and Gomorrah in that day of judgment than for that city. Behold, I send you forth as sheep in the midst of wolves. Be ye therefore wise as serpents 
and harmless as doves. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, I thank you for this day, Lord. I thank you for your word. I just pray, Lord, that you just set me aside, Lord, and use me for just a, a few moments, Lord, just to relay the message, Lord, that you laid on my heart, Lord. And I just pray you help our hearts to be receptive. Help us to be obedient to thy word, Lord. In Christ's name I pray. Amen. In Matthew chapter 28, verse 18 through 20, Jesus said again, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. And again, he gives us an instruction. Go. It says, Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the earth. That's the great commission that he gave us, right? To go. And I got to looking at these scriptures here where he sent his disciples out. He told them to go. Now, what's interesting about this is this is before the Holy Spirit came, okay? This is not the disciples that we see over in the book of Acts. These are the disciples that... that Babes in Christ, let's say, okay? They were, they were new, they were just getting started, and Jesus still instructed them to go. You know, he, he gave them all power that they needed to heal the sick, raise the dead, and all these things, but he, he sent them out. He told them to go. And that's what I just want to talk about this morning on being ready, set, and go. Now, now something that I thought was interesting, in verse 9 and 10, he told them not to take anything for their journey. He said, don't take any money, don't take any food, don't take a second cloak, nothing. He said, don't take anything. This is main point number one if you got your Bible out. We are more equipped today than the disciples were when Jesus sent them out. But these disciples, although they did not, he said, don't take money, don't take food. They didn't find excuses not to go. They went as Christ Christ instructed them to go. Now, when we get out on outreach, when we get out running around, when we got cars to drive, if it's cold, we got coats to put on, we can stop at McDonald's and get us a hamburger. If we get hungry, stop by the store, get us something to drink. We have the written word of God that we can carry with us. We have access to ministry tracts, ministry literature. We have the Holy Spirit living within us. We are more equipped today to go out and be effective witnesses for Christ than these disciples were when Jesus sent them out. So why do we not go like we should? Shame on us. Shame on me something God's burdened my heart about. So encourage you to get involved, okay? The last three messages that we've looked at on the words of Jesus, the first one was, who is Jesus to you? I want you to think on that a minute. You know, y'all thought about it three Sundays ago. Think on it again. If we can say that he is our savior, going should not be an issue for us. The other thing that we talked about was being good for nothing. Where Jesus said that we are salt and we are light to the world. If we believe that, if Christ is our savior and we believe that, we should not have any issues going. 
and reaching out to the community, reaching out to those that are lost. And the third one was paid in full. Our sins are covered by the blood of Jesus Christ. We have an opportunity to share that with someone else. There's, we, have, we have no excuses not to go. No excuses. But God spoke to me, and this, and this is where I'm going to go in, go ahead and go into point number two before I go on. And as I was praying about a message in this series, and God spoke to my heart about these scriptures, this is, what he, this is what he spoke to me, as clear as I'm speaking to you this morning. And this is point number two on your Bible out. People are so distracted in today's society that they never stop to think about eternity. There are so many distractions in today's society. And you couldn't have said this 20 years ago. You think about every distraction in today's society that's going on. And this is going to be relevant 10 years from now because technology is going to increase. There's going to be more and more and more going on that people are going to be distracted by. They never stop to think about eternity. And, and, and this is where it got, got interesting to me about people who are not comfortable speaking about salvation to, to people, to strangers, and how people are just uncomfortable in, in situations like that. But this is, what, this is what God spoke to me. Verse, what verse are we in here? He said, I send you out as sheep in the midst of wolves. He said, be wise as serpents and harmless as doves. And immediately, my mind went to the Garden of Eden. Wise as serpents. Now, he's instructing his disciples to be wise as serpents. And I got thinking about what the, the serpent did when he came to Eve there in the garden. And in Genesis 3, verse 1, it said, Now the serpent was more subtile than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman... Hath God said, you shall not eat of every tree of the garden? The only thing that Satan did, the only thing the serpent did there, he just posed a question to her and made her stop and think for a minute. I mean, they hadn't never, they hadn't never had any, any encounters that we read about outside of uh, her and Adam and God in the garden. They, they hadn't encountered any, anyone else until, until the serpent appeared to her and posed her a question. And that's, how, and that's how simple it is, okay? That's what God spoke to me about. You know how easy it is to knock on somebody's door? And I, and I <laughs> kind of a funny story, uh, real quick. The uh, Wednesday night outreach when we was doing this for the Easter, I had uh, Jeremy and Coy and Madison and somebody else. Uh, Ansley, yes, Ansley. And we left, we just left this one house and got back in the truck. And I asked them, I said, do any of y'all have friends? They was like, yeah, we got friends. I said, well, how did you get those friends? They was like, well, just being friendly, being ourselves. And I said, exactly. I said, when you're going to these people's doors, I said, 
put a smile on your face. Be friendly. Be happy to see them. I said, you're not, out, you're not on their porch trying to sell them anything. You're sharing the good news of Jesus Christ with these people. I said, put a smile on your face. But that's how, but that's how simple. That's how simple it is. You don't, have to, you don't have to know this Bible from front to back to be able to witness to somebody. If you can simply give somebody a track, tell them God loves them, you know what that's going to do? That's going to make them stop for a minute and think about eternity. You know, we can't draw them in. All we can do is point them the right direction. God will draw them in. And, that, and that's, that's why he spoke to me. Just simply give them a track and tell them God loves them and let me do what only I can do because he's the one that's going to draw them in. We just got to be willing to go and do our part. Got ahead of myself right there. All right, make them stop and think about where they're going to spend the eternity. Okay? Let God do his part. I got a quick little demonstration. I have three volunteers over here. If y'all would come on up here. Quick little demonstration. Just on ready, set, and go. Now, parents, real quick. If you've ever told your child not to run in church... We're going to make an exception today, so it'll be all right. Okay. These three guys, we're going to have a little quick little race from here to, to the doors, okay? Don't nobody get up. You may get run over. Just a quick little race. Now, I want you to, I want you to encourage them, cheer them on. You know, if y'all think Logan or Austin there is going to win, yeah. <laughs> Well, I, I, thought, I thought of getting Logan, but then I thought, well, that's not really fair. Yeah. Anyway, if you think Austin's going to win, I, want, I mean, we're going to encourage him to, to, to win, okay? And if you think Carter's going to win, let's encourage him, okay? You think Kobe's going to win, let's encourage him. It's, it's going to be an interesting race. So we want him to get ready. Set. Go. Oh, all right. Thank you, gentlemen. Carter never had a chance of winning that race. You know why? Because he failed to go. There's people in our lives, family members, friends, co-workers, people in this community that may never have a chance of knowing who Christ is if we don't go. God give us the commission to go to them. It's our responsibility to go to them. And it's, and it's so simple. He don't want us to preach to them constantly and beat them over the head. He just wants us to take an opportunity and tell them God loves them. That's how simple it is. That's why I want to encourage everybody. I don't care if you've been saved for 100 years like Brother Gene has or... <laughs> He'll get me later. Or if you've been saved a day, I want to encourage you to get involved because God can do extraordinary things with ordinary people. We just got to be willing to be obedient and go. If, if we can go ahead and get a song of invitation ready, I'm just, I'm just going to close right there. I believe that's what the, the Lord laid on my heart just to talk about this morning. And while they're coming, 
I want to get everybody just to bow your heads real quick. I want you to think about someone in your life that you know may be lost, whether it be a family member, a co-worker, neighbor, friend. And I want, to, I want you to ask yourself a question. Do I care enough about their soul to share Christ with them? If you answer no to that, I want to ask that you pray God give you a burden for lost souls. Because when God burdens your heart about something, you're more likely to take action when it's something that's on your heart heavy. And you may be here this morning and you may not know this Jesus that we've been talking about. You may not know what forgiveness of your sins is. You may not know Christ as your Savior. And my prayer is just that you would come and confess your sins this morning. Ask Him to save you. You know, the Bible says that whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And it's so simple if you just uh, call upon the name of the Lord. So would you come this morning? put us in this community for a reason you know you work where you work for a reason I thank God brings people into your life for a reason because maybe only you can reach that person maybe only you can be the witness to that person where someone else may not be able to reach them ask God to burden your heart for those that are lost this morning Amen